Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Text for today is the Old Testament lesson, the story of Jacob wrestling with the Lord. Get ready to rumble! Friday night smackdown coming down, the wrestling match. But the interesting part of this is not necessarily the wrestling match itself. It's the part that comes before the wrestling match and the part that comes after the wrestling match. This is a story of a very dysfunctional family. And if you think your family is bad, take heart, because this gets worse and worse in this family. It starts out with Isaac, the old man, who is now blind, his wife Rebekah. They have two sons, Esau and Jacob. Esau is described as he was a hairy man. He's a, a big, rough outdoorsman. And Jacob was, uh, he, he was a little more, he was, well, his name means usurper or deceiver or cheater, so I just call him slick. Because I think, I think, you know, if Esau was hairy, then Jacob was slick. And he was always trying to do something to get around something. So Esau comes home, and he's famished. Jacob is, uh, has a big stew going on, and Esau says, let me have some of that stew. And Jacob says, well, sure. All you got to do is just give me your share of the inheritance, and I'll, I'll give it. He said, fine, I'm going to die anyway. So he does it, and he gets the inheritance. Esau's probably not very happy about that after he thinks about it. But then it comes time for the blessing, and the eldest son is to receive the blessing from the father. And <laughs> the, the, the mother who favors Jacob decides to help Jacob pull a fast one. And so she takes some goat skins and wraps it around Jacob's arms so he'd feel more like the big hairy Esau. So then he goes in. Of course, Isaac is blind. He can't see him. And he says, who are you? And Jacob says, Esau. And he says, well, the voice kind of sounds like Jacob. Well, I guess you're Esau. The, the arms are Esau. So he gives him the blessing. Now, he's already stolen the inheritance, and he's stolen the, the blessing from his father. Esau finds out about this, and that's too much. He's been snookered twice now, and he's not going to have any more. He is fit to be tied, and he wants to kill Jacob. And so Rebekah, the mother, sends, she says to Jacob, you better get out of Dodge. Go to my brother Laban. Go over there, your uncle Laban, and stay with them till this cools down. So he does. He goes over, and he uh, spends time many years with Uncle Laban. And while he's there, Uncle Laban has two daughters, Leah and Rachel. Leah the elder, Rachel the younger. He falls in love with Rachel. So this is his first cousin. So now we know where Uncle Laban lived. It was West Virginia. But anyway, he, uh, he falls in love with her, and he wants to marry her. So they have the wedding, and after they raise the veils up, after the wedding is done, he realizes that he married Leah, the older one. And, you know, in the, in the Old Testament, if a woman is beautiful, she always, uh, it's always talked about, and otherwise not so much. Rachel is described as beautiful, and Leah, all it says is she has nice eyes, which if you were going on a blind date, that'd be like saying she has a great personality, you know. <laughs> sews her own clothes. But, uh, so he didn't want to marry Leah, but he ends up marrying her anyway. And then Jacob gets snookered by his new father-in-law slash uncle. And he says, what's the deal there? He says, oh, that's the way we do it here. You know, we, we marry the, the older daughter off. You can have the other daughter too. All you got to do is work another seven years. So he does. 
And then he works another six years to get flocks and herds and servants. So it's been 20 years. And now he is a tribal chief with his own wives, children, servants, flocks, and herds. And he decides that he really wants to go back to the land of his forefathers, the land promised to him, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. He wants to go back. But there is this detail about Esau still being there. So he decides he's going to split up his entourage and half of them with Leah and some of them he could send on and then keep Rachel and the other ones back over here. So that's his plan, that if Esau wipes out this bunch, he'll at least have this bunch left. He's, he's still working deals. That night he goes to sleep by the river Jabbok, and a guy comes and starts wrestling with him. And he realizes as he's wrestling, it's not just a guy, it's the Lord that he's wrestling with. And it's, the place is called Peniel, which means to see God face to face. And he wrestles and he says, you've got to yield me a blessing. And so the man says, all right. He finally does, puts his hip out of socket. And then he has a blessing. But he says, your name's not going to be Jacob anymore, which translates to, you know, cheater. Your name's going to be Israel, which means one who has striven with God. And usually in the Old Testament, when somebody has a name change, it signifies a character change as well. And it's, and it's true here, too. So Jacob decides to bite the bullet, go meet his brother, and leave his herds and family and all that behind, to go meet him one-on-one. -on -one. Esau has an army of 400 men <laughs> coming at him. He goes, and he stands there, and Esau sees him and comes running at him and throws his arms around him and kisses him and begins weeping. So apparently, not only has the Lord wrestled with Jacob in the night, but the Lord has wrestled with Esau too over that 20 years somewhere. He has softened Esau's heart. And now the, we have reconciliation with God and a reconciliation of two brothers. That's, that's a great story, except it goes on and it gets worse later on with Jacob and his sons. But anyway, for right now, that's, that's a great story of reconciliation. And so the question to us today is this. And I think I know the answer already, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Have you had nights where you have struggled with the Lord and wrestled with the Lord? Have you had nights where you, like Jacob, have realized that you have been deceitful and you have been self-centered and selfish and, and done things just for you and not considered your brother or your neighbor? Have you had times like Esau where you have been so mad you wanted to strangle somebody because they hurt you and they fooled you? Have you had nights where you've wrestled with the Lord and said, why is this happening? Why is this happening to us? We believe in the Lord. Shouldn't that mean something? Shouldn't we get something for that? Why is this stuff happening to us? And the answer that the Lord gives is, yes, there is evil in the world, and there is evil in you too. But I will be with you. I will always be with you. I cannot get enough of you. And I will not let you be by yourself. I will send my spirit to be with you. And not only that, but in those times 
where you do have those character defects. The Lord God can change your name too, like He changed Jacob. So instead of your name being selfish, it could become generous. Instead of prideful, it could become humble. Instead of angry, it could be reconciled. The Lord God works on us, and He works for us. And these brothers show us that the Lord God will continue to come to us. And that wrestling with the Lord is not always a bad thing. It means that we are close. Amen. Now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.